two, one. Hello and welcome to the Profiles podcast, episode number two. I am joined with my dear friend, the Jeevas Corner. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Mr. Jeevas. I'm glad you asked. Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a Rocksmith streamer um, from the UK. I've been playing guitar for about 10, 10 years now. This is like my uh, my uh, stream spiel. Um, but I've been playing guitar for 10 years, um, pretty much entirely self-taught through a game called Rocksmith, which is the best way to describe it is um, it's Guitar Hero, uh, but without a plastic guitar. It's a, it's a real a real guitar, real rhythm game. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I play it on Twitch for hours and hours. <laughs> And uh, people like it, I guess. Maybe it's the British oh, charm. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a little <laughs> bit of each, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm cornering all markets. Right on, right on. Um, so yeah, tell us about how you kind of first started coming into streaming. I understand that it's been one year now. Is this like one year of streaming or did you do it in the past or something like that or is this like you said okay i'm doing it let, let's see what happens the the this the streaming journey has been a, a really weird one for me um i started streaming rocksmith about six years ago um on on twitch and i, I think oh, wow. around that around that time you know like no one was was streaming the game um so I, I just I was like, oh hey, this is a game that I play every single day um for hours and hours on end. So I might as well, you know, see if if pe people wanna wanna see it. And back then, like you had this really awful uh chat bot. Like that was um like before RS playlist, <laughs> before the time of um all of these cool tools. I think it was called DudeBot. Um oh, man. So we relied on this like <laughs> this this really weird, often broken bot. Um but yeah, so I, I started streaming Rocksmith a, a long time ago. Um but it was ne never anything like this is what I'm gonna do. You know, it's like if I had time, um I'd I just load up Twitch and uh give it a go. But uh I kinda I kinda got really busy and then I just kinda fell off um that wagon uh until lockdown happened and i was like oh i've been planning to to pick this back up again for a while so maybe this would be the perfect time to do it when you know everyone is at home and uh they're looking for maybe like a radio or just some sort of entertainment while they're working um and yeah now i've been doing it for like a, a year solid like properly doing it for a year solid and it's going it's going pretty well <laughs> Very nice, man. So, so did you actually start over, or did you kind of have like a following? Like, what oh, what happened uh, in that in between period? Is this the same any, account? Yeah, this is the same account. Um, any following I did have was like just dead accounts at that point. Um, yeah. So when I, when I when I started again at the start of the year, I think I had on my profile two hundred and seventy followers or something like that. So, right. I I had the basis. I just like. It was kind of like starting from scratch because because these people hadn't been there for six like a, a long time um but yeah no this this is this is an og account 
from uh, from way back. <laughs> okay, so um, this just kind of further validates that you might possibly be the biggest up and coming Rocksmith streamer right now. Period. Do you just bring on this podcast to? Uh, no, to no, hundred percent, hundred percent. You're flying, man. You've got almost what six thousand followers now. Yeah, I think we're at like five thousand six hundred currently, or somewhere near that. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, you just celebrated your very first year on Twitch last night. Um, how are you feeling? You did a twelve-hour stream, and you also hit one thousand active subscribers. Yeah. Um, how am I feeling? I'm a little bit hungover. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I went straight into I mean to be honest throughout the course of the 12 hour stream I was like hammering shots and stuff and so like I was saying I was saying the chat at the end of it I was like I've been drunk and sobered up three like two or three times throughout the stream and uh and I ended the stream I was like really emotional there were some tears yeah I mean we can we can like gloss over that um, oh, I mean, I, Sean says make streamer cry on the podcast. Streamer he wants is, you to cry uh, one more time. Streamer is an an, an emotional wreck. Um, he's he's bad at uh, <laughs> dealing with emotions. Um, no, it was a great stream. Uh, it was it was so much fun. It's my third twelve hour I've ever done, um, wow. and it's it's still so daunting to go into it. You know, because like standing alone, standing for twelve hours is painful um but trying to keep people entertained for for such a long time is it's kind of kind of nerve-wracking um right because like seeing as like the average my my view count has has gone up so drastically over the past month and i have yes, people <laughs> and i was just like oh man like i you know maybe they like a four hour stream but 12 hours is is just a whole that's a whole other beast but it was yeah off, and so, hey. yeah what if, if you don't mind sharing what was your average do you know uh for that stream we averaged 113 people like <laughs> that is insane honestly big numbers, 12 man. hours of of no low points like yeah you know, i mean because that's like a thing okay i i say you do a 24-hour stream or whatever like that your average viewership's probably gonna be terrible you know because i mean yeah. at some point it just gets to be ridiculous but 12 hours is is probably that point where it's just manageable enough to actually have good content throughout i'm mm. sorry i'm not a fan of the 24-hour stream it's i I, because... don't, I just don't think i could do it honestly i think yeah, it would be a, I mean, a mess Totally. Well, and then that's the thing is like you get those like real low points though, where it's just like okay, I'm just trying to stay awake. You're not really providing good value at that point, right. but man, holy crap! I was, I was there for I don't know ten to eleven hours. I mean, pretty much the whole thing. Dude, I saw and, you, man. Uh, you crushed it, man. It, it was uh, yeah, so good. Yeah, we had we had we had uh, raids from like some of my favorite people. Um, I I I you know i kind of uh i have this thing um that i've starting i've incorporated uh the wheel of misfortune i'm sure you're familiar <laughs> oh man that that was rough the 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 hot sources we had the particularly the aussie one yeah 
atrocious, man. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt so bad. But the people like oh, it. Yeah. I was no, at, I was actually was debating that like but before um I was like kind of testing the waters with new things to add to the wheel. Um mm -hmm. and also staying within TOS uh guidelines. So I was like, hmm, can I can I wear like a, a shock collar on my wrist? Um, oh my god. <laughs> and play guitar at the same time. I just don't know how Twitch <laughs> feels about that kind of thing though. <laughs> That reminds me, I don't know if you've ever seen um, that episode of, and I can't even freaking think of the name of it right now, Eric Andre's show, uh, yes. Trash Talk Plays at the oh end, and they were wearing shock collars, and oh my god. <laughs> it's it's such good and easy content, because it's like, everyone wants to see that. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like such like a, a jackass, like such a dumb idea, but it's like, I just know that it would go down well. Maybe yeah. I, need to, I need to like delve into the TOS and be like, can I do this? Can I shock myself for entertainment? Maybe. Well, I mean, you, you really bring up some, some very good points and things that I've kind of wanted to ask you about. But before we do get into that, uh, can we do a ceremonial toast to the, the Paps Blue Ribbon? Oh, dude. You can drink me, uh... multiple beers at a time if you want. Oh, I'm going to. Also, let me, uh, wait, let, me, let me see if I can get a good one here. I, I just, I want to get your opinion here. I mean, do you also want to do a shot? Yes, Jimmy. Are, are you, are you how, how wrecked are you from yesterday? <laughs> Quite. <laughs> but if you, can you think handle for a, a shot? second, I'm going to deny you a shot. Come on, you you know me. All right. Uh, I right here have the Elijah Craig. Take your choice. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be cracking for you. Yeah, I'm eyeing it up. Hang on, we've uh, we've actually got the. Uh, if I mean, if Desperado see this, let's uh, let's pretend this isn't a Kraken uh, placed <laughs> ad there. <laughs> are you a uh, are you a bottle swigger or are you a pourer? Um, I I'll do a bottle swig, but I actually just did a pour. So oh no, you got to do two. I actually, I, I've got a nice shot glass here that I, I came prepared on the occasion, but I, I want to see the, the raw bottle swig from you. Yeah. So we're going to do a shot and then we're going to go straight into a, a nice gulp of the PBR and uh, okay. you let me know how First it is. First impressions. <laughs> First impressions after a shot. To the podcast. To old recipe, to wrestle with Jimmy. Oh God. I feel like we have to put that back up on the screen. I think so. All right. Here's our official wrestle. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Clear the old, uh, bring it in, bring it in. Here. All right. Pure, unadulterated first impressions. Yeah, let's see it. That's pretty good. Oh, once he says hi. It's pretty good. Hi, okay. Jeeva says hi. Also, those <laughs> headphones are live if you'd like to come on in. That's, that's pretty good, man. Okay. Not bad, you know. It's the I, American yeah, adjunct this, yeah. lager. There's um, it's kind of fruity. There, there's like something, something about it that's like, it's not as uh, like wheaty. Not that like you can't right. really taste the hops. Um, yeah, it might also like, be your taste buds kind of messing with you my after taste buds doing might a shot be of cracking. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no, hot no. Sauce it, it's a different taste. And... 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how reliable my taste buds are. <laughs> well, I, I will preface you with this. Uh, this costs about maybe six dollars for a six pack of tall boys here for me to send you two of those it was like <laughs> i don't know like 15 pounds or something like that so en enjoy <laughs> what the hell that is for for what it is I, I i was so scared that i would i would hate it and then be like mm, thanks for sending this to me <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't care i don't care i want your honest opinion on it no it's good it's good i like it i mean that I've been drinking Budweiser for the past couple of months, and Budweiser is just like piss. Oh but, yeah, like, bottled and resold, and I'm like, oh yeah, this eight pound for a crate of fifteen. I, I'm well, just like, a, I feel a like cheap. <laughs> the 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 thing with with Budweiser is it really does kind of have that soggy bread taste to it. Yes, and I don't think this does. No, no, this uh. This is good. I'm pleasantly surprised because, like, you, <laughs> when you messaged me, you were like, "You might not like it," and I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> I I try to, uh, you know, it, it's a controversial pick, you know, for sure. Really? This is, yeah, it, it really is. This is what it's kind of considered the cheap beer, but it's also kind of considered the hipster beer. It, it gets a, a weird rap, right? But I mean, I, I'm all for it. This is this is kind of a an awesome beer because it's a it's a macro brewery that doesn't spend any money on advertising and commercials and stuff like that, where you've got Budweiser that do, you know, football games and different kinds of stuff yeah. like that. These so it keeps the exist. price down. Yeah. These guys <laughs> are just here and they, they kind of keep that word of mouth and like, they have kind of like a cultural type of thing going on. It's very much the, I like that. you know, we, we cool. sponsor the, you know, graffiti artists, skateboarders, that kind of thing. Like that's their, cultural approach so. Hey, so so do you have like limited edition um like cans that they come in that are designed yeah they artists? uh they actually do like an art thing actually you can kind of see it on this one right here uh where they will actually change the the can like by season and they always do like contests for for different redesigns and stuff like that so it's pretty cool nice fair play i like that yeah yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan. Uh, when it comes to the macro stuff, like this, this is my go-to thing. I really dislike all of the the honestly loggers in general, but this is this is one that I'm about. I don't. I haven't yet to find an IPA that I I can really get behind. It's just. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I've I probably haven't tried uh, as many like as I would like to, but um, I don't know. It's it's a it's a very select taste, I find. Mm -hmm. It's it's definitely harder to get into um, IPAs than I think beer because beer is just so easy. Beer is like you know what you're getting with beer. It's so right. delicious. Like grab a can. It's like oh yeah, this this tastes like beer. Uh, this is beer. <laughs> but well, IPA, it's interesting because like um, for for us in the states, like craft beer and everything, it it's like literally IPAs and stouts. You pretty much don't really mess with lagers for the most part. Uh, maybe I'm being totally ignorant, but for the most part, like that is not what craft beer drinkers are into. And I'm I'm a huge craft beer drinker. Okay, but uh, you know, it's like on the, on the lager front, I'm not a big fan. I would I'd just rather take this. Funnily also, enough, I don't have I've, to pay uh, as much. I've always hated beer, like always, mm -hmm. until like a couple months ago. Um, 
is when I actually got into like drinking beer and I because I was I always preferred cider um just because you know it's 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 flavored it just tastes nicer but it's so sickly after a while and I was right. like now maybe is a good time to to see like to kind of test the waters with beer um cuz if I could pick anything I would drink wine that's like my Oh wow okay yeah, <laughs> I see I'd, I drink white wine, so that that's my like go to. But I was like, I'm gonna just gonna see if I can add another alcoholic beverage under my uh, <laughs> under my belt. And now I like beer. So, well, I, I mean, uh, the thing with wine too is like horizons. it kind of averages. It averages like 13 percent or something. I mean, it's mm. you can't have it's a whole heavy, lot of man. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jimmy, I can try. <laughs> I can I can put back some bottles, man. <laughs> oh, that's like um, I think it was one time I saw Wolves in the Throne Room. And like their guitarist just had a nice full bottle of wine and he would just drink the bottle <laughs> by itself. And That's I just thought rough, that was man. like the craziest power move. Like yeah. what? <laughs> it would be cool if it was uh if it was like boxed wine and he like held it up and pressed the tap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, or oh you man, you're like giving a, me an idea. Like, yeah, you should, you should uh <laughs> you should have that as like a, a channel point redemption. <laughs> mm. Oh god. All right. Um, but seriously, back on topic here. Um, you've just had your one one year anniversary, and I would say probably your biggest two weeks on Twitch ever. I mean, you just hit one thousand subs two weeks ago. You got rated by Moist Critical and CryptoNat. CryptoNat, yeah. CryptoNat. Crypto the, the weirdest uh, raid back, I've ever had. <laughs> back to back raids of of very very high profile people on twitch i mean that's what yeah at least top couple hundred yeah i mean like the char the charlie raid was unexpected because charlie came in um probably like a week before and he you know dropped 100 subs uh he put me in in a youtube video and and mm -hmm. you know i i i watch his videos pretty frequently and i i'd listen to his band so i was like I was kind of like fanboying, um, and I, I knew uh, one of his band's song. Well, his band's song was actually charted in Rocksmith, and I played it a few times. So I was like, "Oh, dude, you best believe yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this right now." And uh, yeah, like a week later, he he raided with four and a half thousand people, and like I've never seen a, a chat move like like that was moving. Um, it was just dude it was the, like the craziest thing it, it was really bizarre because i stepped away for like maybe 10 minutes or so <laughs> and then i just kind of get back to my computer i look and i'm like wow that's that there's that's 3, happening, yeah. people watching right yeah, now yeah, and yeah. Like, i see the emotes and i'm like ah yeah okay i know what happened the moist the moist meter emotes <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. uh, that that is absolutely insane i mean but it's interesting too because you really do have to credit yourself for that as well because you know how to you're at that point where you know how to handle that kind of raid yeah a, a, a three thousand four thousand person raid doesn't mean a whole lot like if you're not a good streamer <laughs> and yeah. you really held those people and the the craziest thing is that you know, there's probably only a, a small percentage of people that you're really going to get to come back, but it's been impressive. Like within yeah, the, now, the, this is week number two. Mm. Yeah, and there's just so many people returning. I like the, the, this past 
this past week especially when my, my average so every stream that i've had this week has i've averaged 80 plus um right. and so my overall average has has like shot up immediately i think i'm in like the late 60s now but every stream this week this week i've been so anxious that it was like a like a short lived um like okay so that they're, they're like coming back off the raid they're going to chill out for a bit and then they'll just drop off um but like no like they're they're talking like i i think the the retention um has been pretty pretty good and i think some of them have become um you know like semi regulars uh, right. which is great is that is it exactly what you need for like uh, like a partner push thingy oh totally mm -hmm. and and honestly i i feel like it's the the type of content that you deliver with the rocksmith streaming and basically just the whole concept of i will play i will play you any song Literally that you can anything, think of <laughs> and uh, i will do it to the best of my abilities and you do do it very well and this is one of those things that we're we are we're both rocksmith streamers i didn't really preface that this isn't necessarily about me but we both do the type the same type of thing but this is a a corner our little segment of twitch that we have created that not a lot of people know about yet but yeah. when they do know about it they go oh shit this is something that i didn't know that i needed yeah and like the, the the amount of people that come in and they're still like oh what what is this that you're playing and it's like wow you you not a lot of people know about this game really no which is wild <laughs> well i mean i always you know another thing too is with rocksmith i've owned it for a couple of years and i watched a couple of rocksmith streamers but nothing really clicked with me that it's like we can use this as a tool that's not necessarily learn how to play guitar like we can literally use it as a tool to play guitar in a, a very interesting capacity and it, it's cool it's not like i'm watching this guy practice guitar it's mm. it's a show and yeah. i feel like if you can differentiate between those two things then you're going to have a pretty successful formula but the barrier to entry on that is is very high yeah um <clears throat> becoming like i I've, i feel like if you're looking to become a rocksmith streamer you kind of have to have it down already right um because you know i think i i, I don't mean to like blow my own horn or anything but one thing that i'm particularly good at is playing and, and responding to people in, in chat um at the same Absolutely. time and i i think it just comes from the fact that you know i've played this game i learned guitar with this game and so i don't i don't have to pay like 100 percent attention um but like if if you're if you're new to the game streaming it is it i can't imagine how difficult it is because there's so much going yeah. on and, and also it's frustrating man learning guitar is frustrating no, and then it's, it's it, like you make it harder for yourself by doing it in front of people <laughs> absolutely it's just one of those things that uh, again the barrier to entry is very high uh, by itself <laughs> okay barrier to entry to even do it it's very high but then to do it well it's it's even higher because and and that's what i actually personally love about it because i'm an extremely competitive person and i like to be better than other people at a lot of things you, so it's like you. the ultimate crazy challenge to be like make my brain look at the notes 
learn the song and play it, but also try to read every single person's message yep. and then also try to have a conversation with them while I'm playing it. it it's amazing. It, it's but fun, it's then. so hard. <laughs> yeah, like where, with I, I, I specifically ask chat because like I, a lot of people are like, oh, there's a, you're just requesting skill checks. Um, I'm not going to play them, but I specifically am like, please do request skill checks because I, A, it's fun to see if I can actually pull it off without knowing it. Um, and it, yeah, it's it's great fun. Like, I think we had like an Andy James song recently that was, you know, it's like all over like crazy, crazy, like sweepy stuff. And I like had never heard the song before. And whilst talking to chat, I hit 80% and I was just like, look. Mm -hmm. I'm uh <laughs> I'm I'm kind of okay at this game. <laughs> right. No, and you totally are. Like you you're you're very very good at it. You're very talented and seriously, that's why I wanted you to be on the podcast because man, yeah, I don't know. You've got something else about it and uh you're you're very good at it. But um in addition to being like actually capable at at doing the entire thing, I think that Part of the reason for so much of your success, we're going to segue right in. I think it's the approach of you handling your audience and you have a very strong discord community and you've got these crazy commands that are inside jokes, <laughs> like <laughs> wrestle with Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, I just, that stuff matters um, because what you're doing is you're really building a strong foundation of, of community and you're involving everybody else and you're just making it that much more fun to be a part of your community. I mean, you know, oh, whoop, right here, I just became a VIP and I'm just, I'm loving well, it, man. It's amazing. <laughs> I think it, it's a good it's, feeling. It's so important for for like people to spend time, for you to like spend time with your community because I, I don't like the whole like, I am the streamer and you were like this is it sounds pretentious when you say out loud but it's like i don't like the whole uh dynamic of i am a streamer you watch me and we part ways and like until right. next time like i think it, it, interaction outside of stream and just like every day like talking and and hanging out in in like voice comms and just like actually engaging with the community is it's 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 cool it's what like people want people don't want to be just a viewer um right. people want to be like oh yeah i'm gonna go hang out like i call i, I they're all my friends they're, they're not just like oh yeah my, my viewer said this today it's like oh my my friend uh my friend sean like we're gonna go and hang out and play video games do you want to come like we, we've been playing valheim with a bunch of um a bunch of people right. and uh the friday night drinks man it, it grows we have people right, coming and, in. Um, and let me explain that real quick for, for people who don't know what this is. It's something that's very interesting. And I haven't been able to be a part of it because I actually stream when you're doing this. But every Friday, Jeebus has <coughs> after stream, he does what's called cans. And it's my understanding. Now, I have not been here. Well, <laughs> you okay? Uh, continue, please. Oh, no, no problem. Uh, it's my understanding, and I haven't been here, but it's basically, it's a Discord hangout chat. 
where you guys basically get drunk and hang out and have a good time. And there's a lot of freaking people who go to this. Yeah, we've our numbers are growing. Um, it's a lot of fun, man. You get to really know people when when they're like five vodkas deep and it's like 3 a.m. <laughs> and you're just like, man, tell me about life. <laughs> I mean, that's killer. That's that's absolutely insane. And I feel like that is such an essential part to why you are growing so much, though. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I completely agree. Um, you know, like, it's like I said, I there's so many, I guess, like, my my regulars, my my um, <clears throat> people that are there, like, daily, obviously, big shout out to you guys. Um, but have been my friends for the for the past year now um and and we're like i'm still like making new friends and stuff um it's great that's great i love it yeah i, I love being able to kind of connect with them like because you know you're not allowed to to go out and hang out with people in bars anymore or anything like that um, right so what the the next thing you can do is just kind of like bring it to discord and do it there <clears throat> totally and i mean that's the thing too you're you're kind of capitalizing on the current situation and there's there's a strong need for that right because Dude, a lot I got, of people I just COVID don't talk to, to anyone i i i got a lot i got a, i got to pay a lot of thanks to uh to this year you know it's 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 been it, it's been beneficial um and I, yeah i i think i've been able to kind of do something myself and build something and and hang out with with people and yeah it's it's been it's been a, it's been a great year man it's been a really yeah, good year no totally <laughs> congratulations honestly Thank once you. again i i you know i didn't truthfully i did not plan this podcast at this point in time i was i was just literally from the start i had my my first guest that i wanted which was jolter <clears throat> And you oh, were the boy. guy I wanted for number two. And then you <laughs> mentioned in one of your streams, you're like, dude, what the hell, man? Get me on. I'm like, where's my invite? Okay, <laughs> dude. Like, I, I wanted you for number two. Like, I, you know, between you two, these, these are the guys that I watch. And I feel like you guys are just very up and coming. And I love what you do. I'm constantly entertained. And believe it or not, the, the best part about it is the, the music is secondary. And and I love your guys' music and everything like that, but that's we not have very the entire reason. What's that? We have very similar music tastes. Like everything oh, totally. you request is just on point, man. Because like <clears throat> I feel like with with my stream, you know, I will play pretty much anything, but I will mm -hmm. I will say like I don't like this band. Um, I'll play it for you, but I, I yeah. really I really don't like them. Um, and so like I'm. I guess I'm quite outspoken in the music that I don't like. Um, That's fine too. Like, I like I like the layer of like, you know, I I, I like to be kind of transparent with it. I don't want to pretend that I'm I'm enjoying everything. You know, if someone requests Sabaton, I'm just like, oh man, I, I oh, no man. thank you. <laughs> I've been I've been probably a little bit more outspoken about that as well too. But I feel it's, like it's I've fun, just though. been influenced by you, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not what I listen to. It creates like it creates the debate, and I like the debate. On the twelve-hour stream yesterday, we did like a uh, a tier list of of uh, <clears throat> like rock and metal bands. And oh, that's so good. Some, I've got some pretty 
controversial opinions on like classic like classic metal bands and and it's fun it's fun to kind of like prod prod them and be like this this is what i think and this is why you're wrong <laughs> but also oh, tell no, me why you think great. i'm wrong <laughs> like i say i'm like i'm here for the hot takes man yeah oh like, man you i love, love it. it right i mean it's because so <laughs> ultimately we're not gonna agree on everything like there's there are bands that i like even though we have incredibly similar music tastes there are bands that i like that you're probably like jesus like kill music me is like i don't like i don't, I don't care yeah it's so subjective and and right. when like when i think i've tweeted about this before but like <clears throat> when people come into the stream someone came in recently and was like oh finally a dude that plays real metal and i was like oh <laughs> man here we go it always happens right now now i'm gonna go and play unreal metal and 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 see uh you because you're not in the right place man if if you think that i'm gonna sit there and play slayer for four hours I'm just not. <laughs> right. And, and that doesn't mean that you dislike the band either. But like you, you also don't think it's the end all be all. And I feel like a lot of stuff that I play, it's me in the past. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, like I, I enjoy a lot of uh, stuff that's good cop. Oh, I thought that was good cop. Never mind. No, um, I said it. I. It sounded like a real good cop. <laughs> Such thing a right good cop comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I really enjoy everything that I play, but a lot of it's a throwback for me. It's not necessarily what I really currently listen to, but a lot of stuff that I currently listen to isn't even represented in rocks Rocksmith anyway. I'm so. glad you I'm glad you brought this up because um, I find that I don't actually listen to a lot of metal outside of streaming. Um, that brings us on to our next topic. Oh, what a segue. What um, are some bands that... and genres underrepresented in Rocksmith? Synthwave. Oh, 100%. totally. Synthwave. Where's 100%. the Synthwave charts, man? I need some more gunship. All of them. All of them. <laughs> I'm missing... Wait, like... Uh, they, like, where's... where's Carpenter Brute? I think I just, like... People are, people are finding out about, like, songs like Turbo Killer and Roller Mobster um mm -hmm. i just i want more of that though because that because oh, carbon to totally. brute and like uh perturbator they incorporates like such like metal uh elements and that translates so well to to rocksmith um <clears throat> but uh yeah that's definitely underrepresented 100%. absolutely but like yeah, i was saying i, yeah, I, I don't listen on that. to metal much outside of stream i listen i've been listening to like um I listened to like Haley Williams a lot recently. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, see, that's that's a, one of those things that, believe it or not, I mean, I feel like I'm kind of a metalcore guy, streamer or whatever, but I pretty much don't listen to any metalcore whatsoever. I used to, mm -hmm. and I enjoy it. It's cool, and there's some slappers, and there's some bangers, but what I really throw on normally I'm I'm a big post rock guy. Dude, I'm, I'm a big post metal guy, and I'm uh -huh. a big synth wave guy, which is probably really stereotypical, but that's eh, what I <clears> listen <throat> to. Yeah, po post post rock is is like my absolute jam at the moment, dude. I listen to mono every single day, and um, I've I've got I've got something down here that I'm sure we'll get onto later. But um, oh yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get I've, there. That band is just insane insanely good um post, post rockers yeah it's just like you can like really lose yourself in that totally i saw um 
I saw Mono in a cemetery. This was, what? I think, a year, maybe, I guess, two years ago, probably, at this point. And it was raining all day. The It was, like, no doubt that this show is going to get canceled. And they were like, no, nope, rain or shine. We're doing this thing. It was at Bohemian National Cemetery in Chicago. They played outdoors, literally, just... Everything was a foggy mist. It was absolutely incredible. Uh, Emma Ruth Rundle. I don't know if you know who Emma Ruth Rundle is, but uh, she opened with her backing band, which is Jay Jail, which is the singer of Young Widows. She Uh, has a new album out, if I'm not mistaken, right? It came out. I think so, actually. I think it was a collaboration, I want to say with A.A. Williams, but I might be wrong. Or Chelsea Wolfe. She's like in that kind of... Oh, with Chelsea Wolfe, yeah. With Chelsea Wolfe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who is also incredible. Yeah, I've (laughs) seen her before as well, and just absolutely nuts. Mm. But she opened with the full band, which is just... It's so low and sludgy, but also... Like very, I don't know. It's like an ethereal type of thing, mm. very like happy, but not. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a, a great combination of very doomy and very like happy. So I she she killed that. it. The uh like the 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 dynamic um like the sludge like uh stoner dynamic with like the um like the 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 soft like female vocalist. It's so, oh, it's good. so good. Like um, dude, True Widow. Oh my god. Oh yeah. What a band. <laughs> oh, totally, right? It's like I was so happy to to show you them. I don't know if you had yeah. seen them before, but I was just like, my I god. I no, this... no idea who they were until you This is everything that, that I like. Um yeah. it, and I I'm I've really really grown to love um female vocals being used in that way with the very like gritty kind of un- sludgy droney guitar in the background. But it's more of like an atmospheric uh, type of thing. And the vocals just seem to really like boost everything up. What do you think about... Because um, some, something that I, I think is quite underrepresented, but I really enjoy is like uh, like a fe- female fronted, like black atmospheric black male. Specifically, oh, totally. specifically uh, Merka. Yeah, um, oh, I know you're going to say I'm not sure say if I'm her. butchering that, but... I, um, I don't know how you pronounce that, but um, Falcon I saw Sage her. was insane. I, I saw her open for Behemoth uh, probably four years ago or something. Mm. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's, she, it's great. She is great. She's so cool. Um. Oh, anyway. Oh, sorry. This is a, a bad, bad segue here, but we were oh. going to go over a couple of vinyl records. I noticed that you've been receiving a lot of mail lately. <laughs> and, I've just been buying um, so many. <laughs> I just, I just figured I, I feel bad. I haven't bought any records in probably an entire year now. And I'm trying to even think of what I really want to buy next, but mm. let, let's see some vinyl from you, Jeeves. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, so I, I, I was gonna, we, 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 it was c- kind of, the segue kind of works cause we were speaking about it <laughs> earlier, but, um, this is a record by Mono, um, specifically my favorite Mono album, um, that I forget the name of, it's not on the front, of but it's a good album. Um, <clears throat> I want to say that this was kind of the first album that I heard about them, that I heard, heard from them, um, 
and I, it, funnily enough, it was in like a um. I wonder if I can like prop this up. I'll I'll do like a a prop up every time I <laughs> nice. One. There we go. Look at that. Oh so wow, that's a lot better than what I've got prepared. <laughs> um, I like walking cloud and deep red sky, flag fluttering in the. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> um, yeah, so I. <laughs> I, I actually heard this band on, you know, like Spotify, when you start listening to a song, um, sometimes it will go into like a radio with like related artists and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I was listening to Caspian. Love them. I want to say. Yeah. Um, and, and these guys specifically a song called House, Halcyon. Uh no, it's a song called Yeah, Halcyon, uh Beautiful Days was the one that um kind of like won my attention. Um and I listened to the album and I, I was like I was I was doing work at the time because I, I find that this this band is such a good like study work thing because there's no vocals. It's just right. instrumental, ambient, nice. Uh it's just like it's so nice i like i get lost in it um totally so i listened to the album and then i uh fell in love and then i bought pretty much every single album i've got i've got one on the way uh which is their live in london like limited edition pressing and i, I saw nice. it and i was like i'm buying that immediately i don't care how much it is <laughs> well it, it's interesting that you bring up caspian because i i had like i don't know seven records or whatever <laughs> that I wanted to share. And I'm like, I need to cut these down a little bit. But uh, the Caspian one didn't make the cut. But wow, that band, they may not be my exact cup of tea when it comes to post-rock. But I, the first time I ever saw them, I was just like, wow, this is easily a top two mm. best performance I've ever seen in my life. Number one is still Godspeed You Black Emperor for me. Ooh. But number two is Caspian. Oh, I saw You're Godspeed lucky. in a church. <laughs> Where do you care? So I saw the only band I've seen in the church is a black metal band called Winter Phileth, which I'm probably butchering. Um, <laughs> they aren't they aren't actually in my um, in my record pool. Um, I've got four or three left, but um, I'm going to give right. these guys an honorable mention real quick. It's just yep. Up here. Um, yeah, you're lucky. You actually have the stuff very close to you. <laughs> Mine's yeah, in my other room. So yeah, this, I saw you record. post a picture of that. This record, I'm, I mean, I saw Jolts mentioning like color pressings, but um, uh, people are going to hate me because I handle vinyls aggressively. Um, That's okay. Don't worry. A lot of people are going to be listening in audio and won't even understand this right yeah. now. So. I mean, I handled them with care. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this pressing is 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 gorgeous. Um, and I listened to this to this album because you know, like atmospheric black metal is definitely easier on the ears than um say like mayhem dark throne kind of black metal um absolutely <clears throat> but these guys are from manchester and and they played in a they played in the cemetery it was like an acoustic acoustic like strip back set and i was like this sounds weird i'm gonna buy tickets to right it. <laughs> and it was amazing it was so cool That's awesome yeah uh, um i guess i will i will start with an album here I'm such a fanboy of this band so much. Uh, this is Bong Ripper. I don't know if you've ever heard of these guys before, but they're a Chicago instrumental doom metal band. I will just go ahead and plug right here that 
I'm a little biased. Our first album, Old Rasputin, was produced and recorded by the guitar player of Bong Ripper, who also produced and recorded this album. But this is a three-song album. I think it runs probably 60 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's called Miserable. It's <laughs> It is a double LP. <laughs> and... The last song is actually on two sides. It's probably the <laughs> no most way. pretentious you have thing. To stop and flip it. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have to flip the record before That's you can finish nice the song. Um, yeah, beautiful. I bought this directly from their guitar player Dennis, who a few years down the line I actually met, and then we recorded our album with him. Which is just a, a bizarre oh, yeah. thing. I still don't quite understand this. This like this is a band that I have loved for years, and just being able to record with them was was a, a nutty ass thing. But definitely, if you're gonna go check this band out, check out Miserable first. Again, it's three songs. I don't know. It's probably like an hour long. I have no idea. It's just. So aggressively sludgy and heavy and atmospheric. No vocals. This band has never had any vocals. Mm, just, just 10 out of 10 type of thing. Th- this is what I live for. <laughs> Speaking of sludgy, uh, are you familiar with Bell Witch? Oh, totally. I saw them with yeah. Mono. Oh, hey. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to hunt down the Mirror Reaper at the moment because yeah. it's one song and it's an hour and a half long. <laughs> yeah i believe it or not um when i when i saw mono the second time they were playing with the chicago chamber orchestra which was so cool Flex. and freaking bell Witch was on that basically album cycle at that time and i don't know what they played to be totally honest but bell Witch is a it's a duo Oh, I had uh, no idea. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Wait, like, is, it, is it is it guitar, vocal, and 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 drummer? Or I think, from what I remember, um, somebody might need to challenge me on this. I might be spewing <laughs> total garbage, but from what I remember, I think it was a duo. Yeah, bass and drums. Ba- wow. Well, no, no, not bass and drums. I believe it was like an eight-string guitar or something. Something so really bizarre. So it was bizarre. like kind of bass because <laughs> they they would only use like the the one string for sure <laughs> oh well okay little plant said he plays a five string five bass string he was bass. with me okay. so he knows oh <laughs> my god it was it was like just nasty though to see it live uh and the place was kind of still filling in a little bit so it just sounded like ferociously loud mm. R- ridiculous um my, but if you uh, would like to go on with your next one my next pull i think i think you'll uh you'll enjoy Oh boy, I'm sure. Uh, I already like the first one. This is an album from a band called Cult of Luna. Um, this is the Mar- Marina album. Um, oh god! Marina, uh, featuring probably one of my top vocalists of all time, uh, Julie Christmas, who has just the rawest, aggressive, like screaming vocals. Um, and the th- the thing I love about Julie is that. She has she has these vocals where um she's not often in in tune um but it it sounds like haunting it, it's like it, so aggressive. 
<laughs> I love how much we're representing female vocalists right now Dude, because like I am just so I'm so with it. Like female vocals in the post metal genre it's like they're unmatched. It's incredible. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um and this this final is a it's a nice blue Ooh. as well. Nice. Um but yeah, this album specifically the song, I think it's called The Wreck of the SS Needle. Um <clears throat> I again I heard that through Spotify radio so I got a lot to thank Spotify for um but I heard the song and there's been a few instances where I've heard one song and I've just been like I'm buying I'm buying it I'd like I don't care um so the song is like it's 12 minutes um of like Cult of Luna uh, the the band I don't think the vocalist it, it does much in um in that song but it's it's just her, like with this like weird like, kind of like insane vocal line. Um, it's kind of soft at the start, and then you don't expect the scream that comes out of her mouth. Mm -hmm. It's 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 wild, man. That's crazy. I love it. So yeah, because her her old band, um, I think I think they're called Battle of Mice. I have the CD for that band that I bought ages ago, and and. She she has the same vocals on that, but if you haven't heard those guys, that's a crazy album. It I'm is not, just, no. yeah. I'll uh, I'll like send you a link or something, but her, her vocals are unmatched, man. I love it. That's awesome. Um, yeah, Cult of Luna was one of the last bands that I got to see before the pandemic. It was also with Emma Ruth Rundle. She did some oh, solo Emma stuff. Ruth is so good. Yeah, and even opening to her was Intronaut, which was just another great, great ass band. Intronaut is on my list of bands I need to check out more because I saw their album pressings and their merch, and I was like, these guys look like I would enjoy them. Um, mm -hmm. I think I listened to a song and I, I like them, so I, they, I need to check them out more. They start to get into a little bit of the realm of progressive that i don't prefer post like but they they really like kind of ride the line in a way that i i really enjoy that though it's still very i, don't, I like very atmospheric types of things and long-winded <laughs> songs and stuff which i mean i guess you guys are probably not surprised by that at all oh, yeah but, um here's my next one though this is a very big shift this is drug church I got this many years back, I believe like 2011 or something like that. They're a, a post-hardcore band from, I'm reading the wiki right now, New. <laughs> <laughs> they're from Albany, New York, and uh, they're kind of like post-hardcore, kind of just straightforward punk rock, and it's the singer of Self-Defense Family. I don't know if you guys know who, who they are, but he just has like a very unique style that kind of has like a little bit of old hardcore punk vibe like black flag and and different kinds of stuff like that and it's not one that i've listened to in a while but i don't know i'm a i'm a big fan of these guys and i think this was no sleep records who is a label that i'm i really really adore and this just kind of this album is is very of the time of like 2011 to 2013 there was this like really cool punk movement type of thing that happened 
And then I feel like everybody went to college or something or became business professionals. <laughs> and it just they got died. a real job. It's just it's like <laughs> it's just not really there anymore. But I felt like there was just this huge movement going on. And I felt for once in my lifetime, I felt like I was the proper age to enjoy this stuff. And I was going to these shows that had people that were my age. Now, uh, mind you, I'm 27 years old. I think I'm a bit older than you. Yeah. But uh, I just, for once, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to a show where everybody is 10 years older than me. And uh, th this is I'm not, like I'm not going to see times. Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... I don't know. It, it, it was more of just like, I would go see Trap Them every time I die. Um, these kind yeah, of those types of bands and I would just be so young there I, I would you know I was 15, 16 15 years old and everybody there was like in their late 20s or even in their 30s and like yeah. so I just feel like this band right here it was like punk enough and <laughs> it kind of had that whole youth vibe to it that I, for, for once in my lifetime I was just I was that age and I was there for it but then mm. everybody went to college, and this this mm, they kind of they kind of like, it's like, like it skyrocketed yeah, down re revolt against the government. Okay, now right. I'm going to go and get a real job and raise a family. Yeah. And it's now like, I, what happened now to I, revolting? Yeah. <laughs> now I work in IT and I don't go to shows yeah. and I don't really care. I work at yeah, nine which to is five. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's um, totally I fine. But <laughs> I have a very strange relationship with punk in the sense that you mentioned Black Flag, and and I've I've had a very hard time getting into bands like black flag specifically because mm -hmm. of the vocals um and i i love henry rollins i think he's such a cool dude um i went to listen to him speak um me you too know, he... oh cool yeah i was probably the same <laughs> tour then um but he like he i think it was a book tour or if something like that um mm -hmm. and i think he's so cool but the uh, there's just there's something about like bands like the dead kennedys or uh black flag that i'm I'm not really maybe it's cuz the like I missed the um I kind of missed what they were were angry about like it right you like like you were saying like I kind of missed the curve but like I think I I took the the fact that I didn't really like punk um and I just ran with hardcore 100% like uh Knock Loose or like Kublai Khan or Gideon um right I dude hardcore has like so quickly become one of my like jesus piece so quickly become mm -hmm. one of my favorite genres um jesus and piece is awesome jesus piece is so good man um or like spite you know the, those those uh vein i think would probably be close Ooh, to the vein yeah yeah nice. vein and vein are crazy but um yeah i'll i'll cite not loose because i think that might my, my number one or like um even turnstile i don't know if you know turnstile i've seen um, them a few times as well <laughs> yeah I but, actually uh, saw yeah. Turnstile open for Newfound Glory. That's a very strange lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Newfound Glory tours with some like very up and coming stuff. It, it's crazy. This was years ago, and they were touring with Turnstile. Like how how crazy is that? Yeah, um, I've only Props seen Newfound them, Glory man. once, um, and they were opening for a day to remember. But they also mm -hmm. have Moose Blood, who I love, and mm -hmm. Neck Deep, who I love. So I oh, was yeah. like, this this tour is like stocked. <laughs> yeah, that no, that's a killer tour. I like all of those bands. Um, shall I pull another? Go for it. Yeah. So How many do this... you have? I have four here, and this is actually getting kind of long, but I don't care. 
I'm, <laughs> I enjoy I'm, this. I'm good as long as you're good, man. Oh, um, yeah. <clears throat> I got two more, but honestly, I could keep talking for hours, so you were going to have to stop me. <laughs> oh, I, that's okay. We're, we're, we're going. We're doing we're our thing. So this band, um, they released this album that I'm about to pull three days ago, maybe four days ago. Um, nice. Again, female fronted. Um, I'm, I'm paying all the attention today. Uh, they're called Black Honey, um, and they're from the UK. And the, do you know a band called Metric? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, they're they're in the same kind of ilk, I would say, as like Garbage or Metric or these kind of mm -hmm. like alternative female bands. Um, I got it signed, uh, which I thought was cool as hell. So it's right. called Written and Directed um and is signed by the band and they literally released this like a week ago and they like blew up uh went straight to the top of like the itunes releases um part, i think they passed lana del rey which is crazy for like this um small Ow. uk band yeah no i've um, never heard of them <laughs> i saw you open this record on stream yesterday but i yeah i know nothing about this band and so like it comes with like they there's like a single inside um they they've even made this like a uh, like female empowerment like insert here, which uh is it's like it's gorgeous. Um, nice. I think it was done by like a like a comic book uh strip creator. Um, Holy it's, crap! It's that is like amazing. A, yeah, it's I've never had like this like in like comic insert booklet kind of stuff before. Um. But wait till you see I, i'm sure you've seen the vinyl because if you saw me open it on yeah stream, oh but, yeah uh, i have let me uh let me let me pull this bad boy out um this this again was another case of i heard uh one song and i bought it like immediately that's cool um which i i always find it's like this you know if you like a song enough to spend a bunch of money then you're probably gonna like the whole album um so this is uh Ooh. This is the the vinyl. I think these were limited to two hundred copies, and I was like, "I'm it's signed, so I'm gonna snag it immediately." Um, but yeah, this is this is spicy. Damn, man. I because that's Metric, nice. Metric, Metric, one of my favorite bands. Uh, the album Fantasies by Metric. I've been trying to get my hands on for so long, and I saw it the other day for like hundred and eighty quid. Um, I, I I can't justify that kind of money on 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 a record. But if anyone out there knows metric, <laughs> DM, DM me. Damn, George said my mate Jamie is their manager. <laughs> Dude, George knows everyone. I, I, that's every insane. time I mention a band, George is like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm like related to them." I'm like George, oh, you need to, you need to let what me. What a cool this. guy! <laughs> yeah, we love George. George is great. <laughs> we do love George. We Holy love crap. George. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on with this. Is probably a very weird one for for you guys. This right here, you've probably—I uh, would be very hard pressed to see if anyone knows who the hell this is. This is the saddest landscape, and my fictions. It's a split album that they actually did a song together, where it's both bands. This band, my fictions, once again, kind of from the same era. Very, very like raw. <clears throat> kind of got that emo kind of vibe to it the the screamo type of thing post hardcore the saddest landscape's been around for a long time 2001 or so maybe 
But this band, My Fictions, I think they were on either Top Shelf Records or No Sleep. And it's called When You Are Close, I Am Gone. I will show you the back here. That's a very saddest landscape. <laughs> oh, totally. And, uh, okay, this was put out by Top Shelf Records. This was probably 2013, maybe. Um, I don't even know. I don't even remember what the, the record itself looks is like. It colored? Hey. Hey, oh, there it is. Nice. And so this is actually a split. So there is a Saddest Landscape song and a My Fictions song. And then on the B side is both bands playing together one song. I wish I could show you guys this, but oh, it's just very, very um, aggressive emo type of music that it, it just gets me... It gets me so hyped. There's so much kind of dissonance in and different kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it's very like it's sad. Like it's some sad shit. It's very, very in the feels <laughs> type of stuff. But it's so angry at the same time. And I, I'm not a very emotional person, but this this thing has just like stuck with me forever. And this band My Fictions, I highly recommend you guys check out. I, I don't know where the hell they went. They just seem to have like fallen off of the face of the earth. But that whole emo post hardcore, uh, the screamo like circle takes the square, that kind of like thing. I don't even know if you guys know who that is, but <clears throat> it just it hits me. It hits me crazy. I don't I don't know. And again, it was like the craziest thing is these these last three albums that I'm showing. I I bought all from the exact same place. It was from Bloodfest, which is uh, was an old sh like tour type of thing. I don't know what it is, festival thing that took place in a high school in around like 2013 era or so. But it was in this high school, and they would just have these like aggressive emo, emo post hardcore type of bands, and they would have a like merch exchange where you would go into the gymnasium. And there would be like Death Wish, um, Top Shelf Records, No Sleep, all these different labels, and they would just sell a bunch of vinyl. I bought like a Converge album there oh, from the Converge Death Wish bo hefty, booth, man. and and like you would you would literally go to this place <clears throat> just to go to the the merch exchange because you could buy whatever the hell you wanted. And then uh, now, unfortunately, that doesn't exist anymore. But like. Every Time I Die headlined it once. The Black Dahlia Murder headlined it once. There was like Norma Jean, Stray from the Path. Those Stray kind of bands. Path. Hey, Stray from the Path. Craig's brand. Yep. And um, it, it was just like at this time, uh, Hawthorne Heights played it once. They played it in like 2015 or something I like that. I love Hawthorne Heights, man. Right? But it, it was like this like emo kid less metalcore kid kind of paradise and it was just this small period of time where i felt like i was the appropriate age to be there mm. and i feel like that's why these bands like set with me so much because i was always very into you know technical death metal metalcore uh hardcore type of stuff but everything was always like everybody was like 10 years older than me I would go to these shows, everyone's drinking, and I'm like 18 years old, which in the United States is a no drinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just, I felt like a little bit out of place. 
And these shows right here were just no stage security. You can stage dive, whatever. Like the they would play on a platform basically that was you know two foot high. And we're talking headliner bands like Andrew WK played once, uh, oh which God, is just crazy. <laughs> uh, Anti Flag, they uh-huh. they got some like crazy bands. Title Fight was one of them. Title Fight, yeah, I mean, good man, they're underrated. Kids just went nuts, and I mean that's the whole thing too. It was kids like it was not 30 year olds or whatever it was people my age and they're just stage diving all over the place and uh yeah i don't know i just really like look back on that era i'm like just about going into college or my first year of college or so or so and it was like this collective of people that i actually felt represented my age which doesn't exist anymore i mean now i'm into like ooh stoner metal blah 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 yeah but like i don't know people people at those shows they just want to drink a beer they don't want to mosh they don't want to stage dive or whatever they just want to hang out so i don't know that that really kind of sets with me hipster bands hipster bands oh man um the next album i'm gonna pull is uh potentially my favorite album ever from my favorite band ever so this i already know yeah you, of course you know <laughs> <laughs> i've been waiting and uh funnily enough when i made that comment to george earlier where i was like oh he just knows everyone i know he knows these dudes as well um but <laughs> the uh this is arcane roots um this uh this album i always uh i always get it wrong so it's melancholia hymns i would say it's melancholic hymns and then someone called me out and they were like don't even know the name's your favorite album and i was like i don't really have a comeback to that you're kind of right <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, but this is signed by uh by the boys themselves courtesy of the sweetest of bees great great <laughs> present that's cool. um yeah dude uh so <clears throat> this um this out like i, I feel like a bunch of Arcane Roots fans that I've spoken to, um, this is kind of, this is different um, for them. This is, uh, well, this one is heavy. This this <laughs> is uh, different to the to the older stuff because it's it's more kind of like stripped back, electronic, atmospheric. Um, I guess you could say it's just like ambient. Again, like this this entire like section has just been like i like ambient music and that is very evident yeah, that's but, fine um, i mean it is what it's it, nice it's your ambient time to, nice. <laughs> to, to kind of like go about the the side of you that not everybody sees because i i feel very similar to you where i don't know i mean what i play on stream is stuff that i enjoy no doubt but yeah. it's not necessarily what i listen to though yeah um yeah, so th- this this album, um, I, I've I've listened to Arcane Roots for a long time, specifically the Blood and Chemistry album, which I think is the one that everyone cites as being like the best album. Um, and I see I see what they're saying because, <clears throat> yeah, there's some absolute like riffers on that album, um, like Triptych or like um, I think if nothing breaks, nothing moves is on that album. Um, but like, there's a song on here called uh, Matter, which it's just the uh every time that song comes on like i get like emotional because i love it so much and um having so the vocalist uh andrew groves streams on twitch um nice. and 
I've had some bad experiences with um, bands that I love and then meeting them and it kind of not really working out how I would have hoped. Um, so I knew that he was streaming on Twitch and I was like worried to raid him just in case um, it didn't go, you know, the way I, I wanted. And I, I, I held this band so highly. Yeah. So I did it. <laughs> um, literally the nicest person I've ever had the pleasure of speaking to. He, uh, oh, I was, he was like, oh, this is my first raid. Um, thank you so much. He was like talking to me and I was like fangirling. Um, and he actually DM'd me after stream and was like, thank you so much for that. And I was like, dude, fucking thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Does, doesn't that feel amazing? It's so cool. He was like, oh, it's so cool of you to raid me. I was like, man, it's so cool of you to acknowledge my existence. Right. Um, we, we actually saw their last UK show um, before they, 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 they broke up now. Um, but we saw their last UK show in Hoxton and it was stripped back acoustic electronic like 300 capacity um Ooh, tickets nice. were sold out and uh we managed to snag them somehow um and uh saw them and and sobbed like uncontrollably um one of the best shows i've ever been to and uh yeah it like solidified them as just that band you know like i i i don't another solid <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't take any credit for that um yeah like solidified that as just a band that uh you know i don't think can be beat for me solid gift um, i think is a understatement yeah <laughs> that, that, that's a top-notch gift right there yeah um gunship comes very close um my second favorite band um i'm sure you you know gunship um, oh yeah of course I i'm trying <laughs> i'm trying to I'm trying to snag the vinyls otherwise i would have pulled them but um yeah uh no one in my eyes can top arcane roots for me and i talk about them I've, all the time i believe it or not i've never listened to them before i've never even heard of them um i don't so, think they broke I guess out I of do the you UK, the favor. really yeah no i've i've never heard of this band before in my in my life but i know about them from you so i guess yeah. i should probably check them out yeah, I mean, I can send you some tracks. Um, I don't know, guys. I'm from North America. I straight up, I've never heard of this band before. And I feel like I'm mostly on the up and up. But, yeah, I, got, I guess I gotta check it out. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want, yeah. You know, I, I was... I've got some homework to do, okay? <laughs> I was actually gonna buy uh, Weezer's the blue, like, blue Album just for the joke that i could be like god damn it could do the rest of the jimmy thing but i was like i love the album but i don't think it's worth the joke <laughs> <laughs> not so much <laughs> i've actually i've seen weezer play the entire blue album it's a uh, good album it's a solid album I'm not a big fan oh, of, no, of really? Weezer in general, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was fine. It was good. I think that I got to then. see Russell with Jimmy while I was there, so whatever. Yeah, and you were like, hey, that's that's me. Oh, can uh, we leave now? <laughs> they, they actually, they played directly after Primus, and um, Primus I was pretty I do cool. not like Primus. I only saw a little bit of Primus, <laughs> to be fair, but... Uh, Primus was pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. And I don't understand it. I don't know. It, it's one of those things. If they're at a festival, you should go see them. 
<laughs> would I go see them like on their own? Probably not. But you know, it's just me. If they're there, that like take them off the list. Um, I don't know if you know about this album here, but this I, I'm like being nostalgic as hell right now. This is Tiger's Jaw. That's a nice album cover, right? It's just pizza. The they wrote this. <laughs> They wrote this album when they were like 16 years old. And that's like a real good testament to, I guess, just their skill and their maturity and everything. This is, a, I guess, what you would consider a pop punk band. And uh, I don't know, just something about this. This is kind of a, a soundtrack to, I guess, my age at the time. And these these guys are very similar age to me. And it's just like one of those things that I had on repeat all the time, like throughout high school, throughout college. It's just got a, a kind of a special place in my heart. And I believe I saw them on their, I think it was 10 year anniversary of this album, which was a, a few years ago. And it was just like one of those things of if, if you were there for that moment, then you really, really cherish it. But just a lot of good sing-alongs. Um, it's there there were three vocalists I, I'm, I might get this wrong but there were three vocalists on this album one is a, a female vocalist and then there are two male vocalists and the one guy ended up leaving i think after this album and then he became wicca phase springs eternal i don't know if you know who that is but it's kind of like an emo rap type of thing um he's part of like <laughs> goth boy click which is oh um, peep yeah Lil peep <laughs> yeah so yeah he he's basically related to Lil peep i just said little i meant lil um, little, little peep little <laughs> little, little peep, peep. <laughs> um so he he's very good friends with him or was very good friends with him and he's been having like a very successful hip-hop career but his his vocal style in this is very kind of untraditional a little bit whiny sounding but okay i, I i've just a got this soft spot i've got i've got the soft spot for this emo shit and um i i i live live by this album it will probably forever be one of my favorite things and this is in a genre that i don't really listen to it's yeah. just again i feel like it's my age and and everything like that and that's why I guess I'm I'm a big fanboy of it, but seeing them do like a 10 year anniversary of it where you just could not hear anyone on stage singing, all you could hear was the crowd participation. That's that, that's it, how it's you know a you great made feeling. A, you right? made a banging record if, if everyone can sing it. And I mean it's just front to back the entire time. Like you they're playing this album and you just cannot hear the vocalists. All you hear is the crowd. And that's just like that's just big ups on on making a incredible album and i think that it's just one of those things that it's near and dear to their entire fan base's heart and they actually just released a new record last week if i'm not mistaken so they're they're still going strong Hell that's yeah. tiger's jaw by the way i don't even think i said that <laughs> i the, the the name definitely rings a bell um but yeah i've, I've never seen i mean the the album cover alone is is it's a nice album cover. <laughs> it's a good pizza, man. They're from uh, they're from Philadelphia, so 
another Midwest band. I, I'm a Midwesterner, so I, I don't see. know. It just kind of relates <laughs> to me. Oh, shout out! Oh, Chris George Davis. liked their new album. What's up, Chris? How you Look doing? At you. Chris also, coming hello, in here with the compliments. Get out of I here. I know. You're so nice, Chris. Come on. <laughs> he dude. is so nice. I rated him the other day, and he was just like the sweetest dude. Obviously, I've, I mean, I've spoken to him before, but he was like, thank you so much, man. And I was like, Chris, dude, thank you. <laughs> By the way, guys, if you're listening to this on audio form, we are talking about Chris Davis, the guitar player of The Ghost Inside. Look legend. Absolute legend. I think that uh, <laughs> we can both say that we're huge fans. Oh, dude, yeah. I, I haven't been able to catch a show yet, but um, Chris, I'm coming for you as soon as you come to the UK. Uh, I have there. not seen... I've seen the Ghost Inside several times, but I have not seen them since Chris has been in the band. The last time I saw them was a co-headlining tour with the Ghost Inside, so... The Ghost Inside, every time yeah, I, I was, die. I'm, I'm I like, say, okay, like, wait. sorry. There's Every time I die, the ghost but... insides, the ghost outside. <laughs> it was man, this tour was incredible though. It was the ghost inside, and every time I die, co-headlining with Architects op opening. Oh, dude, and... stop! What, what a lineup! I mean, holy shit! What an Jesus. insane lineup! <laughs> that is stacked. <laughs> and uh, and backtrack was also on the show too. So just. Naughty, naughty. I I could have pulled um I've I've got the new Architects album which is by the way, Chef's Kiss uh so good, um I love Architects specifically I think Holy Hell, the album before this one is is yep. one of my favorite albums of all time. Oh, it's, like, it's so good! It's, it's so, so good. good. Their their last like several albums have been insane. Uh, Hollow Crown kind of takes yep. the 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 cake for me because that's when i really really got into them <clears throat> but yeah crazy yeah Incredible i don't think they could release a bad song <laughs> no <laughs> oh man i wish i wish like i had more of a connect because there's so many bands that i wanted to pull um that i haven't been able to like kind of obtain yet um like trying to i'm on the hunt for so many like uh dance gavin dance is is i'm um, trying to trying to pin down artificial selection but uh Mm -hmm. yeah i'm glad i'm glad we uh this is a this is a cool segment i like i like discussing music i like <laughs> i i know that this this segment has probably gone on like entirely way longer than i ever expected it to be but uh <laughs> it, i don't know we're having a good conversation here you still have one album right uh, i or, can or pull another i wasn't sure if, if you you shared all of yours or not but i i'm done here but um Anyway, I have a little bit of an off off the radar type of thing to say. What the, we got the Jeebus aesthetic here. Where do you get <laughs> these ridiculous shirts that you wear? And I'm not saying ridiculous. I mean ridiculous as in ridiculously awesome shirts that you wear. Um, <clears throat> uh, there's a clothing brand called Fix Clothing, so the P H I X, um, that do like the most absurd like. I, I, I like the striking, like, in-your-face, uh, like, animal print kind of stuff. Um, oh, man, you're looking great in it, too, so. I mean, the jacket right there, the, the, another gift, another great gift. Um, but, no, I just, yeah, the, the, the Jeebus aesthetic, I guess you could say, is just, like, a lot of the time, like, the ugliest thing I can find and attempt to pull off 
is what I'll wear. <laughs> I've got some, dude, I've got some ugly shirts that I was just like, this is so ugly, I'm going to buy it. But you, you rock it well, though. Oop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a that. heavy album, man. Yeah. You didn't spill yeah, a beer, did that. you? No, no, this is uh, okay, this good. is unopened, but I'm about to okay, do... Uh, let me do another crack for you. Hang on. Um, once again, guys, I think every 15 minutes or so, we're getting links in the chat to the Cheapest Corner's Twitch page. Please go follow him on Twitch and also go follow him on the socials. Seriously, thank you so much for being on episode number two. I'm, I, I just love your stream, man. It's it's a Jimmy, really, it's really a good pleasure, time. Dude. If there's anyone that I could go and sit and talk to for like nearly two hours, it's my boy. My boy, well, it's, go, it's... go and follow him. Don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's great, though, because honestly, we, we do play games together. We play Warzone and stuff together, but I've never sat down and talked to you face-to-face face face before, ever. Yeah, there, there's, there's like a lot of streamers that I would consider friends, but then when you stop and think about it, it's like I've never spoken to you. You know, I, I've right. never had had an opportunity to kind of sit down and be like, "What's up? How you doing? <laughs> Let's right, talk about yeah. things." It's just like, exactly. Oh, you've requested this song. I'll play it for you. How you doing today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally, I totally understand that. So, uh, seriously, thanks again for for being a part of this. And uh, onto the onto the next question: Who were the bands that you got to see in 2020? <laughs> because we basically had three months worth of shows, maybe. Mm -hmm probably two and a half um i think i only got one band in um, oh my god man it was rough i got several um, you got several i might oh, be yeah. i might be wrong in saying this but i'm pretty sure the only bands i got to see in 2020 were slipknot and behemoth which oh wow was a i mean dude it was a pretty uh it was a pretty good band like to to kind of start the year with um they were on the same the same tour um in slipknot we're just playing um i think at that point they they released the album um so they played a bunch of songs off of that and every time i've seen behemoth they've been insanely good um it's one of my like, favorite they're, they're bands such a solid band and and nurgle is such a, a cool uh i think his name is adam such a cool guy um but like Slipknot, man. You know, uh, you can't deny, you know, Corey Taylor is annoyingly outspoken um, and has made some questionable music decisions recently. But um, I, I actually don't know a whole lot about Slipknot. They've never really been my cup of tea. Radar. But I do have to say their newest album, everything I've heard from it, I love. I really, really like it. But um. I don't really delve too much into Slipknot at all, so I, I, I don't. You're gonna have to kind of be my barometer here, but I their mean, newest I'm, album I'm, is sick. I really do like it. I'm not like the biggest fan, um, but I, I definitely, you know, I definitely enjoy them. And every I've seen them quite a few times live, and every time I've seen them, they've been insanely good. Like they put on such a great show. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just like. Corey Taylor, man, he's the—he's got a lot of things to say. <laughs> what about you? Who have you seen? You said several. Um, yeah, it's okay. I saw um, 
this might surprise you dead mouse i saw dead mouse okay. with like fourteen thousand people that sounds and this intense this was in like february of 2020 i mean to the point that we knew like what COVID was and everything and i was just i hope that somebody doesn't have this here because we'd be screwed and i like, would surely suck like, holy shit like that's, <laughs> Imagine. that's wild Dude, looking um, back now. <laughs> oh god uh i saw cult of luna with emma ruth rundle and intronaut great um, great lineup who else did i see uh i the very last show that i went to was every time i die and nothing which the bass player of nothing is the singer of jesus peace oh okay so nice yeah and the the guitarist of nothing is the guitarist of cloakroom which is one of my near and dear bands to my heart so right, right. they also played that that was literally like the day of the last shows ever. That was March twelfth. Um, that was when like lockdown rules started rolling oh, out. Man, it was sketchy. Like it was really weird. Basically, the mayor of Chicago said, uh, "No more than one thousand people to to a room," and this venue was a thousand cap. Hmm. Oh okay. man, in hindsight, it was fine. like, dude, I should not have gone to that. But uh, we did do that. And then like literally the next day, it went from 1,000 to 25. Yeah. Like over, over the course day, of like a few hours. 25 so to 1,000 to 25. And this, this was sold out uh, every time I die and nothing. I'm, I can't even remember who the other bands that opened were. I, I kind of feel bad, but. It, it was a really great show. No stage security. But the thing was, I think it was no stage security because they basically didn't want anyone to touch anyone. Mm. So it was kind of like a free-for-all, everything goes. So, I mean, you were at a stage dive, whatever type of thing. Like, It just sounds, it's, it sounds, sounds like, like a hardcore show where you just like jump up yeah. the stage and like fucking oh, throw yourself. It, it, <laughs> it was that, but this was at a venue that's not traditionally that way. So it was odd. Like, ooh, I, I'm so happy that I got to see basically one of my favorite bands of all time play their last show ever yeah. as of now. I mean, it was literally the last show that Every Time I Die ever played. It was cool to be there. I'm a huge fan of them. But in hindsight, man, I will tell you, for the next two Sketchy. weeks, I was, freak <laughs> I was freaked out because it was like, okay... Now we're talking about not being able to go anywhere. Luckily, I was safe. Nothing happened. Mm. But, mm, not great. Yeah. But the other show that I did see uh, was a band called Loom. L-U-M-E. Uh, kind of a smaller band. They've got the kind of brand new vibe to them where they're a little bit post-hardcore. man. And it, it's, it's some very addictive stuff. I really like it. And this band called Rezin, R-E-Z-N, they're from Chicago. They also recorded with um, Bong Ripper, like we did. And I was, was going to say, like, if, if they have a Z in their name, I usually... Uh, <laughs> are they not like a new metal band? Oh, no, no. They're they're total, like, doom metal type of uh, a band. Very alien kind of sounding but it was resin them and a band called relayer 
which is the guitarist of Pelican. It's his side band. Oh, okay, cool. And that show was incredible, but it's just wild to think that it was like something like February 13th or something. And and just to think that that was going to be one of the last things I ever saw. Live yeah. It's just oh, bizarre. Man. Yeah, because I, I just, there were so many bands I wanted to see, um, like Within Destruction were touring, uh, Shadow oh, of Intent nice. were touring. Um, I got really into slam metal uh for like a while and i just wanted to go to like the most brutal shows i could possibly find like um do you know blood incantation um yeah oh yeah that band yeah, rips. They, they were they were touring as well um i had tickets to gate creeper who i oh i love, love gate creeper they are so actually good. um last time i saw nails uh gate creeper toxic holocaust and toxic holocaust man oh dude. It, like that lineup <laughs> Freaking that's, nails! That's a crazy lineup. Toxic Holocaust, uh, Gate Creeper, Harm's Way, and um, this band called Like Rats, which is the guitarist of Weekend Nachos, who's a, a massive inspiration to me as well. So, do you know that what that lineup nuts. needs? And lineup needs havoc. Havoc. Lineup I, needs. I've seen havoc, havoc before, actually. I I've, saw, I saw havoc. Uh, Killswitch festival um i saw havoc at download festival like four years ago um they killed it that's that my favorite thrash metal band of all time closely followed really? by warbringer i love warbringer i think power trips mine okay yeah um dude all respect <laughs> really. um the new body count album um insane and oh my god point the finger that song what a song <laughs> i'm glad that we got that song like i yeah, feel yeah. in hindsight now i feel so fortunate for that song like oh, yeah 100 percent. i got man. to i got to meet riley gale i believe it was three days before my wedding they mm. were playing in chicago and my cousin is was best friends with riley and uh, they just happened to be playing in Chicago. So they came up early. We got to see Power Trip. I got to meet Riley. A freaking awesome, very, very humble dude. And the entire band were just super, super nice he, guys. Uh, and he seemed like a sweet guy. I've got I've got a I've oh got God, a friend. Yeah. Um he's he's like a he's like a wrestler. Um mm -hmm. he he like and, and like Riley used to come to his shows um and like they were like they were like good 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 pals and um yeah like when when riley passed he was like cut up man and, you know i i was oh, God, I, yeah. I i am and, and was a power trip fan but never to the point where i was i was just like you know i, I wasn't too caught up with with the newest stuff um mm -hmm. i don't know what the album's called but the newest one of the execution is axe yeah nightmare um, logic Album that was about to be an album flawless. that I show. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, Do totally. you have it? Oh, of course. I, I'm nice. a fanboy of Power Trip. I think everybody on stream knows that, so I didn't They're even great, bring man. it They're out. Great. Like, it, I, I'm such such a big, big <clears throat> fan of Power Trip. Like, it is the most interesting thing I've seen in Thrash in such a long time. 
thrash is formulaic i mean oh don't hate 100%. me for it or anything but it is and power trip it's has not wrong yeah has just such an insane vocal delivery that it's just so hard to deny like this band is just they like ki- they kill it with with riley's vocals i almost get like it's more like that like aggressive raw punk um it's I, f- mm-hmm. I feel like you know like instrumentally thrash 100 percent of the way but like riley's vocals kind of pulls it back to like hardcore punk totally. kind of stuff um and it is and that's what it i really love yeah that. that's what i love um, like they are all about the the hardcore punk uh, like you can definitely tell that everyone in that band comes from the hardcore punk scene period yeah 100 percent. like all together and it's just like the the way that they i don't know man cross crossover thrash is kind of a hard thing to do and you usually kind of spin one way like more one way than the other and with power trip it, it's it's like unapologetically thrash with mm. such a hardcore like i guess ethos and, and backing and everything like you know that these dudes are are so into the hardcore scene yeah which i i love it, it it's incredible oh, they're doing yeah. something different you know yeah um oh my god there's there's a band oh um speaking of like crossover thrash uh vector yeah um yeah, yeah. Ve- i i think vector is a band that i i would throw out there as being like there are there's so many different elements in vector like the vocals are almost like they they give me like black metal um vibes in the sense that they're so raw and like screechy but then it's like yeah. thrash but also kind of like technical death metal thrash and i'm just like i don't know what i'm listening to but i really like it <laughs> like like the guitar work in vector is it's like mind-blowing you know yeah it's you, hard you, could not, <laughs> you couldn't be like hey our our guitarist is 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 a little down in the dumps right now can you fill in for us like yeah you, you like, gotta give someone give like me, at give least me like a, a week's no- notice <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like it's that crazy. shit is so insanely technical it, it's ridiculous yeah that, that that's super cool um but i guess basically the last topic that i want to go into then i will let you free so once again thank you so much for for hanging out here i hope you had a good time i know i absolutely have. man if it, i get it's, to talk it's... about music with a friend i'm happy with beer with free beer man right what more right. could it's, you want <laughs> it's hard like not to go off the rails um but what have you been playing and why is it valheim what is this game what is this about i don't understand anything about it i don't um, get this what okay um I'll I'll answer the Valheim question and then I'll go back to the what have you been playing. Um, Valheim is the best way I can describe it is it's like Viking Minecraft um, in the sense that like you know there's there's a lot of um, like qualities to it like you know building um, there's like survival elements. Um, we, we we play it with a bunch of people going back to like way back to what i said about like you know like hanging out with people in 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 the community you know we we play it um we've got like a big server i think there's like 10 people in there um we've got our own little township uh it is pure chaos it's 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 you know it's wild but um dude it's so addicting um i've only had the game for like a month and i've got like 90 hours in the game already clocked um 
it's so fun to play with people. We're actually um uh I'm trying to get them all to buy Minecraft so we can play Minecraft again. <laughs> That's cool. Um Mike, yeah, it's it's great. Um in terms of like games that I've been playing, um let me let me quickly open up my Steam right here because I've uh you've definitely been playing a little bit of warzone because we played together yeah yeah yeah. um oh so hades uh i got lost Mm. in hades for months and months and months um one of the best games i've ever played um but i think in recent months uh maybe nearly a nearly a year ago or something like that um i played a game called bloodstained ritual of the night are you familiar? I haven't gotten to it yet. But oh it looks my so god! Good. I have it installed. I have not played it yet, though. It's if you like, like Castlevania Metroidvania, Symphony yeah. of the Night. Yeah. If, if you like Metroidvania games, this game, um, I was literally every single day I would wake up and I'd have actual work to do, and I'd somehow make my way over to my desktop and be like, "I'll just do work on my desktop computer." Instantly loads up the game and like plays for like four hours. The um. <laughs> The OST for Bloodstained, yeah, for not like literally flawless. Um, I was gonna I was gonna talk about video game OSTs today, um, <clears throat> and I'll just quickly cite like a, a few. Um, Bloodstained being one of them, but um, I wanted to, to like throw up Undertale's soundtrack. Nice, amazing. Um, Doom, obviously, because this is Doom. Um, You've played a game called Subnautica. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. One of one of my favorite games ever. Um, I actually saw soundtrack. you were listening to the OST on Spotify <laughs> like yesterday. Yeah, I, I was, was. I was. I was like, I was like working, and I was like, I'm just gonna listen to the Subnautica and make myself more anxious as a fucking Reaper behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I love that game to death, man. So good. Nice. Yeah, honestly. Um... I, I'm I'm quite generic right now. I've been playing Rainbow Six Siege and Warzone. I don't, I'm just trying to like hone my skills and I don't know why. I guess I, I guess I don't have a real reason for it. But I've always been a, a very competitive person. Like I've said, you're a earlier. unit in Warzone, man. You're a unit. Well, thank you. I we we do pretty damn good together. I, right? I, we 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 hold our own. We hold our own. <laughs> like I I guess a lot of people probably don't know this about me because I don't. I try not to make it super apparent, but man, I am a hardcore PC FPS player. Like very hardcore, but you play CSGO I do online. realize I, I I used to back in the day, right. um. But I I've literally played FPS on PC since probably 1995, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was basically born with like a mouse and keyboard in my hands. Uh, we always had custom TF2, PCs. TF Classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to have um. Yeah, I started with Quake, uh, Duke Nukem 3D. Mm-hmm doom all that kind of stuff so i've always been a pc fps player and i mean i played counter-strike 1.6 on dial-up and different kinds of stuff like that that's Um, rough so i've always been uh (laughs) yeah i've always been a hardcore fps player so um it's kind of funny to say like i guess warzone i'm really trying to like hone my skills Mm -hmm. in right now and rainbow six right now so uh, but yeah, we do play with uh, with good cop, as he says. I carry Jimmy and Lil Plant twenty four seven when I turn my aim hacks off. <laughs> but uh, we we played a little bit of Warzone lately, and 
Jeebus, you are uh, you are quite a fine shot. If Thank I do you. say so myself, so that's I mean that that's 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 kind of the only thing. I'm not good in close combat. Like you have to think oh. quick situations. But if if I can get a, like a a, a Peli, if I can get dude a car ninety eight, I'm golden. Oh, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling the car ninety eight right now. Car ninety eight um, is brutal. Uh, ner nerf the AUG into the ground, into the ground, and uh, I will be running the car ninety eight and FFAR in Warzone. Dude, like, I was about off. to say FFAR is is a uh, is ripping at the moment. Oh, totally. Jeeves is the Pelly King, George. You're using you the Pelly. You flatter me. I love the Pelly. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know Dude, about that. The, the Pelly sucks so hard, but when when you figure out the drop, it mm -hmm. it tears. It tears. Uh, I've been really liking the LW3. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. LW3, whatever. But it's basically the sniper of of Cold War. I'm I'm unlocking the hell out of that stuff right now. But oh, now now I just want to go play some Warzone. With you, <laughs> I uh, it's I've, been a couple been weeks. To, yeah, so I've been trying to get the the Graw. Um, every time I pick up the Graw, um, because I haven't unlocked it. I don't I don't own Modern Warfare, so I I can only level up my stuff in. <laughs> um in warzone and to yeah, unlock the grow you have to kill like you have to kill like five people within 10 seconds 25 times and it's like it's not possible in warzone so every mm -hmm. time i pick it up dude it shreds it's like there's no recoil <laughs> i think george wants to play after this I, I see george with i'm those down apps. man i'm so down <laughs> Um, yeah, every single Modern Warfare weapon I have leveled all the way up, but not on the Cold War yet. Yeah. But, um, Jeebus, seriously, thank you so much for hanging out. Um, Dude, I do have, like, pleasure. a, I, I have a couple of questions for you that, that didn't really make it. Yeah. I just, I want to bring up one thing before we do go. It It's very interesting, I've noticed, that you seem to get a good amount of tips over bit cheers on Twitch when I feel like right now the culture is much more for cheering bits than to doing tips. Do you know mm -hmm. why that is? I, 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 I can't figure <laughs> it out. I do know that you can say whoever you want to be and that's yes. pretty damn funny, but um, what's <clears throat> up with that? I, I pretty much never get any PayPal donations. I do get bits all the time, but um, why do you think that happens on your channel there have been a few instances where people have asked and they've been like what what benefits you more you know because i think it, it's no secret that twitch takes a cut um they take quite a hefty cut um 50 man <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's a lot and then you get taxed on that as well um so you know i'm i'm pretty I think what when when I started streaming, one thing that I I made sure is that I'm I'm open. You know, I if you ask me a question like, what what will benefit you more? Like, talk me through that process. I will tell you like, PayPal is better for a streamer because you actually see more of it. You know, you, you you're giving 100%. money to a streamer. You don't want your money to go to a big corporation to 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 the suits. So I was mm -hmm. like, dude, like if you want to do anything. PayPal is PayPal's the way to go. Obviously, I'm not saying I I, I won't be happy either way, but um, you know, if you ask me, I'll tell you. Um, and yeah, so the 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 text to speech donating as other people 
it's chaotic man but it's so funny oh my god is it funny and the content <laughs> the content is worth it so i just leave it on and i'm just like you know if if it if it if it makes people angry then i'm sorry but i'm not turning it off <laughs> it's all in good fun right yeah yeah i mean like they, they people know if if it's super offensive i'll i'll you can read it before it happens, so I'll just skip over it. But like, for the most Which you part, you have done too. I have done, yeah. Even yesterday. Even yesterday, and the culprit is in our midst right now. <laughs> <laughs> he is, yeah. I think he's the last person to say something in here. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I think I'm just I'm just pretty transparent with um, things like donating and stuff like that. But I've also been super lucky. You know, I, I've. I've, I've, I think it's been a lot of the time, time and place. Um, you know, I've had some amazing, generous people come into stream and and just drop insane, insane amounts of bits or subs or or even even just just money. Um, you know, like all of my setup is funded off of 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 my viewers. So, um, yeah, it's it's I think it's luck. Honestly, it's like time and place, um, and we've got some great people in there. I don't know, man. You're you're absolutely <laughs> a force to be reckoned with, though. Like, <laughs> it, it's it's such a fun time, and I I'm talking totally genuine. Uh, it, it's like there's no place that you'd rather be, and uh, it feels very very tight knit. So I I love it. it. It's a great time, dude. You're in you're in that knit, Jimmy. You're in the tight well, knit. Well, no. I just got there though man i just got there um you you've been an inspiration for me for a, a very long time so it's funny because we started at the same time but mm. i i will absolutely recognize though like what what you've got going on is is really incredible and you should be super proud of that thanks man thank you <laughs> of course dude that made me all emotional on, on your stream oh no don't <laughs> do you want to cry right now i no no okay good well what, what then, am i what am i a baby <laughs> with that being said um thank you guys so much for for hanging out i hope that you learned a few a few things i hope that you enjoyed yourself please please if you're coming from my stream go follow the jeevas corner and mr jeevas would you like to close this thing out for me uh of course uh what what do you uh how do you usually close these things out you're episode number two, man. You're you're basically making this shit happen. <laughs> oh, damn. go go plug right. your socials. Go plug all your shit, um, guys. Thank you so much for being here. This is literally going to be the last thing that I say. So, Jameis, take it away. Um, if you guys want to follow me anywhere else, um, you can head over to my Twitter, which is uh Jeebus XI. Um, that's basically where I where I uh, where I post post stuff like post updates and whatnot um you can head over to my uh twitch chat thank you sean <laughs> you can head over to my twitch channel uh, all of my links are are uh, in my bio if you want to come and join the discord you know we've been we've been speaking a lot today about community and uh come and hang out so if you want to come and join the discord then please do you're more than welcome um and uh big up jimmy he's not been big enough himself enough this uh stream so big up old rasputin legend one of the best dudes i've had the pleasure of getting to know so uh go follow him damn don't follow me go follow uh go follow jimmy <laughs> peace guys have, have a, a good great one. night <laughs>